videotaping. Hello. Michael's videotaping. The ugliest guy in the world. Right? Look at this. You're giving me exactly the content I, I, know. I want. I, hope you know. I know. I know. Cool. I know. I missed you. How I you been? You didn't miss me? Then no, why are you over you here? you are so ugly. It's not even funny. Hello, everybody. Diana Ploss here. Diana Ploss here. Welcome. Mike Crawford. Got a good guest tonight. Funny guy. Oh, man. He's got some He's got some phrases he came up with. Mike Crawford, young jerks. I told you we're back. We're, we're doing... Uh, I, it looks like weekly. I said we're going to start off slow, but we've come back pretty strong. A number of shows. And we haven't even been doing the cannabis stuff, but we will. This is going to be a fun show tonight, a relaxed show for me, because I got someone on here who uh, is just hilarious. I've been watching him for months. I'm going to bring him right up. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel. He's got a lot of followers on there, a lot of followers on Facebook. I'm wondering why he's not on Twitter, because he is a great troll. His name, uh, he's been on the show a couple times, but tonight is going to be all about him. Uh, he's got that YouTube channel. We're going to put that right up there. It's YouTube.com, Professional Douche. Uh, let's bring him up. Michael Picard. What's up, man? Thank you for having me, Mike. Thanks for being here. We started out with two different videos. One was, uh, you and the infamous Diana Ploss, which I think, uh, a lot of our listeners and audience know who Diana Ploss is. If you don't, how do you describe her, Michael, for, for someone who doesn't know who Diana Ploss is at this point? If you don't, know who Diana Ploss is, then you're pretty much living under a rock is what I'd have to say. I, I first became aware of Diana Ploss incidentally uh, because I went to a Trump rally and immediately she comes up to me and she's like, my sign said Allah bless America. And, and immediately she comes up to me and she's like, why doesn't it say God bless America? And I'm like, Allah means God. But to tell you guys who Diana Ploss is, uh, she is a conservative, ultra-conservative. She said she was a Democrat who turned conservative uh, once Trump uh, uh, ran for office. And she is a, a bigot, I would describe her as, uh, who harasses people uh, you know, doing their jobs um, and speaking in Spanish amongst themselves. She's, she once said that black lives don't matter. Um, so she's an all-around bigot who um, apparently doesn't like it, that doesn't like that she has to press the number one for English when she calls a business. Right. And I, I've got her on tape saying that public education is communism. Everything is communism. Yeah. Uh, but parochial school, where she went to, Catholic school is not. I because I asked her, I said, "Well, where did you go to school? Did you go to public school?" And she, first of all, she said public schools were different back then. But she said, "But plus, I went to parochial school. I went to Catholic school, which I thought was funny." Is it's just okay? She's crazy. Uh, so we 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 put her video up there. At the end of the video, you can see that she assaulted you, which which is kind of a a frequent occurrence. It seems like she took my phone. She took your phone. So she that was like theft and assault. It looked like I don't I'm not yeah. a lawyer. She likes she likes taking things from people. She sure does. She sure likes getting in their faces. And then we played another video with a candidate that uh lost running for election. I don't even know what the heck she was running for. I can't even she remember. She was running for uh Congress in, in uh the Boston area. Yeah, uh, the, the seventh the seventh congressional district. 
right. And yeah, it, Yana Presley. That uh, subtitle is wrong now. Now she's running for, I believe, um, Secretary of State. Yeah, she's like a perennial candidate, a perennial loser. She couldn't even get on the ballot last time. <laughs> but she also... It's beyond me how anyone thinks um, these people can win. And Diana's running for governor. And she is exactly. So these are both candidates at this point again. Uh, and so Rayla, she she attacked you, stole your sign twice, ripped it up. Uh, she's just an awful person. We've seen this over and over again, the violence. Um it's it's just funny because she's running again and i remember last time monica cannon grant i don't know if you know who monica cannon grant is are you familiar with i do yeah i think most people are she got in some trouble for saying something uh i I will say it's out it was outrageous but she got in a lot of a lot of heat a lot of uh blowback over some words and it's like i don't know it's monica cannon you know I'm, i'm i'm not going after monica cannon grant over her words at all believe me so, right. she got, but she got a lot of blowback on that. A lot of, a lot of people came after her, but, and they were like defending Railer about it. Like it was so objectionable what she said, but I noticed a lot of the same people didn't say anything when Railer was violent over and over and over again. I mean, even, even, I, I think even Turtle Boy maybe backed away from Railer at the end. Cause she got so like ratchet and hood like she was fighting people in the street like everywhere it was like right. just like and you heard people. the voicemail right no actually i think that, I did hear. What, that she left yeah that she left i believe a candidate or something for another republican um, or something yeah uh the gop party of massachusetts yeah we, we played that actually on a previous episode that she got really crazy it's just funny though because most of the people who made a big deal about monica can grant what she said None of them brought up what Rayla did after the fact, which was get violent. You know, like I don't care what Monica Grant said about her because it's like words are one thing. Violence is another thing. You know, it's like it's so much more outrageous. And I just I think it was kind of funny how a lot of folks didn't even pay attention to it, except for what you guys are doing. You know, this is one of the things. You know, we could have played a bunch of different videos. You, you are madly popular on YouTube and Facebook. You have like videos with a half a million views plus. Um, you know what? I'm I'm surprised myself because I originally started making these videos because I I really enjoyed doing them, and lo and behold, so did a lot of other people. And I'm I'm very thankful for all the positive feedback I've received and all the hate I've received as well. And I love the videos. I, I first video I saw of you immediately, I was like, oh my God, this is genius. Like I went out there actually before you showed up in Swampscott and did a troll video with Diana, uh, a couple of videos. And I really got one of her supporters really. <laughs> that was the, the highlight video actually besides her craziness. But then when I saw what you guys are doing, I was like, oh my God, the real comedians have shown up. The real, these guys are just you 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 just destroyed them and it's the humor the, it's like the hilarity uh like say you're sorry like that i don't know if you have if you're selling t-shirts but like you have some phrases that i use those phrases now i think a lot of people use those phrases all the time uh that's not nice say you're sorry it's just it's it's hilarious um and but, and it just like disarms people you know to, to hear, you know because here they are like screaming at you and you know i calmly say 
you know, say you're sorry or take that back or what have you. And not to, not to give people like the secret ingredient, but all these people had to do was just ignore me. And then I wouldn't have any content. This is the point too. I want to make, you know, some people are going to get offended that you, you know, oh, he showed up in a pig costume at a, at a back the blue rally or whatever they get offended about. But that's America. You can be offended, but you, mm. why do you have to get nasty? Number one, <laughs> no, especially when you see they're recording you. Number two, and number three, you assume Michael's nobody when Michael has a huge audience. So it's really dumb to, to attack him, get violent. And, and the thing I want to commend you on is you're basically an artist out there. You, what you're doing is like artistry. It's amazing. And you're basically showing people that holding the wrong sign, having the wrong costume, doing these little stupid things like stepping on a flag, it will it will generate violence against you. These people, they say they're about freedom. They say they're about all these things about the American people, but they will get violent on other people they don't know just because they don't like their sign. And you show it mm. over and over and over again. And you exposed, you know, a lot of these folks like Rayla. And that's what I, that's the why I picked the two videos. Cause I wanted to show like, these are people running for office and you've shown them getting violent over and over and over. And it's just amazing. I, I think the work is commendable. I know that's not all you do. Um, you know, we have a lot of comments to read some of the comments coming in, but before we do that, I want to know how did you get started doing this? Because you become pretty well known i'm I, i'm just wondering how did you did you start out with this idea to troll people or how did it start how did you get involved first of all i'd like to say thank you for your kind words and also um i got started by um in 2016 really when when trump came onto the uh, political scene my first rally was actually a trump rally and i went with a a former friend of mine on the one hand i had a sign um with with my um showing off my artist skills um with a brick wall on it and then i put wall so that the trumpkins would think that i was with them and supporting them and then on the other hand i had a uh of my flag as a cape dragging on the ground and people were just getting so confused about about um you know, what side I was on. And I, I really got started doing this because I noticed that, you know, there, there was a lot of hypocrisy. Like you said, um, you know, we would say freedom, freedom, freedom. Um, but as long as we agree with it, and if we didn't agree with it, we would shut other people down. So what I've noticed, and I troll both sides, I do. I've gone to Bernie rallies before. I've gone to, of course, Trump rallies. I trolled um, Antifa uh, when they were um, gathering at the Boston Common. Um, I forgot when this was, but it was that Freedom Rally. Um, because I couldn't get into the Freedom Rally, you know, because it was all barricaded off, uh, they called it the Free Speech Rally. But um, because I couldn't get into the barricaded area, I just decided to troll um, Antifa. And there were about 40,000 people there that day or something like that. And um, so what I've noticed from, from trolling both sides is that both sides basically want the same thing. They want only their voices heard and they want government to shut the other side up. Now you're So I decided to expose that. 
and you're kind of basically you you know you and i get along in so many ways but you and i are, are pretty much not politically you know more, I, I would say you know i started out with i i started out a long time ago as a libertarian now i'm 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 definitely like i would say what most people would call left wing but i i'm i'm more issue focused is really and i think that's what i like about you is you are issue focused too uh and it goes i think a lot of times that goes beyond politics in general um so it's interesting to hear how when you do your troll against antifa what is what number one what are you doing trolling like what's the what is the troll against them and how I do would, they react so what i've noticed about antifa um and really all sides to be honest with you is that they will um like i said they only want their voices heard and they'll they'll scream over you in order to in order to uh silence you and what i did with antifa that day is i i had a sign basically saying i'm with stupid um and i um, I shouted things into my megaphone, like we're really angry and riled up about something, but we don't know what. Um, and, and I'd also say, you know, I don't want to hear anything I disagree with. That's a common thing now. This is like everywhere. It is. It is. And it's unfortunate because I do believe that the, um, that debate is is you know best served that the marketplace of ideas is best served by uh by debate not shouting over everyone it would be nice if we could get back to that you know just about the ideas that about the debate like you know versus who you're debating i mean that's that's kind of where i think you know the world is it's about who it is not what it is you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. And I see this, there's a huge problem nowadays with, with uh, cancel culture. And, and I don't agree with it because I think that the best solution to, to hate speech is more speech, not silencing people, not um, making it so they can no longer speak out. Well, let's, let's get into that. I'd like to, this is what I'm, I, I think I, like you and I, I think I'm going to have you on like once a month because these are the types of conversations i want to have with someone that i like and respect that's on the other side because you know i I'd, I'd come back with well what if we had shut down hitler what if we had not let him speak what if we had not let him ra have rallies would that have i saved i a lot you of know lives? i i think it would have just made him more a more of an extremist you know i think that um, making them, um, you know, the good thing about letting people speak is that you then allow them to expose themselves for who they are. If you silence them, if you, you know, cancel them, then they just go underground. Um, and, and that's an even worse problem because you don't know who these people are. I feel you on that. I and mean, it's funny cause I, we, you know, privately on, on this program for a long time, we've had those conversations because we could easily get some of the top right wing people like, you know, the worst people. And, and at times we've actually had some of them on the show and, you know, people get upset. They're like, you're platforming them. And we amongst ourselves, we question whether 
you know, is this the right thing to do? And I think a lot of times it is for us because I feel like we, we expose them. I think it depends on the platform and really like what the purpose and, and not even the purpose, what is the result of it? You know, looking at results, I think for something like Twitter or Facebook, I think that there are such a large corporation that they're profiting off of it and they're promoting it. And I think that's a lot of the issue with them versus maybe something that's a lot smaller. Mm -hmm. what, do, what do you think about that? I think that, see, I'm, I, I'm a little split on this because I, I do believe that Facebook is a private company, but they also, also they um, take subsidies from the government. Right. And um, so I, I I haven't quite figured out where I land on that. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I'm going to post some of the comments, too, because we have a lot of comments coming in. Uh, the first one is, Michael, I love you. I love you, too, Matthew Bolton. Uh, I don't even know what this one. This is probably one of your phrases. What is this one? Let's mate in Nagatuck? Nagatuck is a uh, city in Connecticut. Okay. So that is that where you're from? You're from Connecticut, right? I am from Connecticut, but I'm not from Nagatuck. Okay. It's one of your supporters. Uh, oh, here's a good one about the Rayla video. Nice of Rayla to verify she just stole your property. LOL. That's exactly what she did, didn't she, Michael? Yeah. You know, see, if you give people, you know, enough rope, they'll, they'll hang themselves. Did, did she get charged for that at all? Or did you even bother? No. 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 It's funny. I, I saw how. Police on you after she assaulted and stole your property. She wanted to call the police. It was like, I was yeah. laughing at that one. You didn't even. what? So go ahead. What happened from there? So I, I understood like the tenor of, of the conversation with the police. They weren't going to do anything anyways, even if I had reported it. Um, a lot of times, you know, people, there are a few times when when cops will like step in and you know um but mostly that's because they just don't want to fight you know right um you know not because they particularly you know care about my property or anything right. but most of the time you know when people steal my property the police just watch and do nothing uh, he's hysterical is another one uh oh they're asking about weddings when's the wedding I think that are you married? Oh. Diana Floss is that another running joke here? I, you know, I, I, I don't know if you saw my latest video, but I proposed to Diana uh, when she was at court in in Lynn District Court a few weeks ago, and uh, she didn't answer me. But the positive thing, the thing I think you you guys should look at here is that she never said no either. It's like the scene from um, Dumb and Dumber. So you're telling me there's a chance. There is a chance. I really think there is something there. She seems to really like to say your name. It's funny how. She it's... loves to hate me. Yeah. It's called, she, That's she, what's like, going on. Like when the, when the girl that's in class picks on a guy, it's kind of like, yeah. He's... Oh, that's funny. Uh, Diana is my friend, Rod Weber writes. You take that back. <laughs> I'm sure she's a good friend to you, Rod. We love you, Mike. There's more. 
Uh, here's another comment. Uh, laughing my ass off at these Trump people shows mental health is a big issue here. It's scary that uh, the U.S. can arm every citizen with the amount of guns it has. Yeah. You know, and I want to make something clear. In my opinion, it's not only like the Trump supporters acting like this. It's it's both sides, in my opinion. And, you know, people think that just because I've been trolling Trump rallies that I'm that automatic that automatically means I'm, you know, a liberal and I'm not. Um, I troll. I've been trolling Trump rallies because um, really those are all the rallies that are, you know, all the rallies that are around right now. Um, I'd be happy to troll, you know, just as equally, I'd be happy to troll a, uh, a left-wing rally as well. Uh, in fact, I think you guys would be interested in knowing. I actually trolled, um, I don't know if you know them, uh, U.S. Senators Murphy and Blumenthal. Yes. Yeah. From Connecticut. Yeah. They held a uh, anti-gun press conference uh, in New Haven, Connecticut um, back in 2017. And I came with a, two signs, actually. One saying, ban all the things. And another saying, um, we support pineapple pizza. And I, <laughs> I, I hid the signs because I didn't want them to guess my intention right away. Right. Um, and I waited until the press conference started. And the, one of the organizers of the, of the rally or press conference actually asked me to stand right behind the podium uh, to make it look like there was more people there. And I happily obliged. And as soon as the rally started, I held up my We Support Pineapple Pizza sign. And it made the whole press conference look like a joke. There you go. And, you know, I'm I'm all about uh, protesting and rallying against both sides. I've, I've probably like gone after more Democrats and Republicans over the years myself. You know, people would consider mm-hmm. me left wing at this point. But, I mean, Marty Walsh, uh, you know. I, I chose Tito Jackson. I, it's funny because I, I probably could have got him on the show, you know, one of the last campaigns, and I just chose his challenger again. I just said, you know what, F, F that guy. Allah bless America. That's one of the, uh, the the things that you say often, Allah bless America. Mm-hmm. I think people want it on a T-shirt. That's another one, another comment that people are making. I actually have a T-shirt um, with Allah bless America on it. Are you selling it to people right now? Yep, it's on my website. Like, like I said, you have a lot of phrases. You know, it's it's so funny how you come up with these phrases. Are, are those intentional? Like, I think Allah bless America must be. What about say you're sorry? Like, do you think about like these phrases, or are they just natural occurrences of your speech, Michael? Um, I don't really do much thinking before the rally. It's mainly impromptu. Um, I I like to feed off of you know what they say to me. Um, and it, it's impromptu. Cool. Picard for president is another comment. Are you have you thinking about running for office at all? To be honest, I would never run for political office because I think it's improper for any person who's not perfect to um, to to boss other people around to you know think that they know uh, what's better for their life than than the individual. Who's going to run things, though, if, if I mean, because no one's perfect, right? No one's perfect. But if I may, um, if I may say this, um, the 
counter argument doesn't really um, hold much sway either to me. Um, if no one's perfect, you're going to put them in power to rule over a bunch of people. See, see, I look at myself as more pragmatic because I'm I'm looking at like what exists now. You know right. I mean? Like it, and like the reality I understand. of it. Like it just that's to me where I think both sides kind of lose it. Like I feel like a lot of people don't have their feet on the ground, you know, mm -hmm. and realize like, you know, people say oh, Biden didn't do anything good. It's like, are you kidding me? Have you looked at what he's gonna do for the uh the single moms out there for their childcare so they could work? Like he's investing major dollars in people, you know. It, unfortunately, it's not going to reach everybody, you know, and I know everyone's still not happy. I know there's healthcare issues. I'm, I'm upset myself personally about the healthcare, you know, but there's the, so the problem. Yeah. The problem about the political system right now is it's designed so that, you know, you either pick the worser of two, uh, the lesser of two evils, I mean, or, um, you know, but that's what got us here in the first place. But I'd that's... say like the lesser of two evils is like progress versus no progress versus going backwards. You know what I mean? It's like, if, if like, if it's just a little better versus 10 steps back, like, you know, versus even maybe not even 10 steps back. Like I feel like if Trump wins again, we're, we're mm. like uh Bulgaria or we're Russia. We're basically yeah. we're under a dictatorship. Like, that's what I really feel like we're, I don't feel like Joe Biden is plotting the next 50 years to, to, you know, have his family rule the world you know i just don't wear trump i really feel like and not just him like if it's not him like the money behind that like there's you mm -hmm. know there's some serious crazy forces at hand right now uh, that's what i'm worried about too and uh, and what about what what rod um you know exposed in that you know for instance hunter biden getting like 500,000 or I, I forgot the, the money amount that was a lot for of like his, I, I his was, first work. Yeah. I agree on that. Like, I, I think that's so the, total, the art deals for the sun, totally shady. Yeah. I agree 100% on that. And plus you can't even tell who got it because they made it all a secret. Right. But I, but so. I think there's a difference between doing, having something like that, where it's a, it's a son doing something shady versus the whole family. And, and like every day, like, like, you know, you can point to one thing on Hunter Biden with the Trump family, for instance, you'd have to like go day by day by day, by because they're just so much, you know, mm -hmm. you can't, can't even keep track of it. It's just so much. You have to like spend your whole life just tracking, yeah. like whether it's Ivanka's, you know, Chinese copyright or the, the secret service paying for golf carts and all this other crap. It just, just mm -hmm. the fraud, but even beyond but, the fraud, just the fact that this guy wanted to overthrow the votes, the democracy, like, you know, Trump won the first time he won with less votes. I, I don't think that, you know, we should have tried to overthrow that election where he won. He won, you know, it's like, which is, which is why I would uh, protest the Trumpkins by yeah. saying, don't worry, even though we lost the Electoral College and the popular vote, we still won. Right. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what kills me. It's like, I feel like they're, they're just willing to throw away everything. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. we have but the comments. All pigs matter. That's another phrase that you're known for now, I guess, right? Yeah. Controversial. 
do you have you I, do you get afraid when you because you're kind of you've trolled some police now. do you get afraid that you know some backdoor shit's gonna happen to you like you know off the off the books or they're gonna set you up do you get afraid michael i want to ask you about that that's why i record everything um i've learned that um i don't know if you know anything about this incident um but back in 2015 i was uh protesting some police in connecticut uh, the Connecticut State Police, and they uh, came up to me, said it was illegal for me to record them, uh, took my um, camera from me, and um, left the camera recording while they go back to their car and talk about how what I'm doing is legal, but that they have to come up with something to cover their ass. Um, you know, and I've learned ever since then you know, record from beginning to end um, because you never know what you're going to catch on, on video at that point, you know, when that happened, I was afraid like, you know, that my, um, you know, that some backdoor shit was going to happen to me. Um, but at this point, you know, I think my, you know, notoriety somewhat helps, um, you know, because if anything did happen, you know, I, I know, um, that it would be a very public thing. Definitely. Mike is the GOAT, greatest of all time. You make my day when you troll these anti-American MAGA loonies. It's another comment we just got. This is a funny comment. <laughs> From Darman Andrews Witch or something like that. Michael's interviewing Dunkle, Duncan Trussell. Nice. No, I'm interviewing. I, I guess I'm the guy who looks like Duncan Trussell, which is funny. <laughs> I'm interviewing Michael. It's the other way around. Duncan Trussell is interviewing Michael Picard tonight. No, my name is Mike Crawford. I'm the guy who almost interviewed Duncan Trussell actually one time. I don't know what happened to that. We were supposed to do something through the Wilbur Theater. I kind of like him, even though Joe Rogan. I don't like Joe Rogan. What about you, Mike? Uh, Michael Picard? What do you think about Joe Rogan? I don't listen to much Joe Rogan, to be honest with you. Uh, the last time I listened to him was when was when um, Alex Jones was on the show and he, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a bit retarded. <laughs> that made for a, a perfect soundbite. Uh, we got another one. Biden is destroying this country says Poontang pirate. I don't, I don't see how you can blame anything on Biden at this point. I think Trump destroyed the country. And Biden is trying to hold it together and pass a few good bills. A transportation, you know, let's talk about the transportation infrastructure bill that we've been waiting for like a decade. All our roads are falling apart, all the bridges. I'm afraid every time I drive down the street, you can drive under a bridge lately. I mean, you know, we need some money for these things. I don't know. I think you guys are wrong. What do you, what's your comment about that, Michael? Do you think Biden is destroying the country? I think Biden is just aloof and and trying not to stumble over basic words well i think he's also got what i have a speech impediment he he was a stutterer growing up and uh, now he's president of the united states which you know that this is again I, I you know i like biden because he stumbles over his words and he's the president of the united states and a lot of people feel fine with that like that's great to me it's kind of like me hosting the show you know I, 
people yeah, was, for some reason like me hosting the show and I'm a guy who had a speech impediment. Like I'm not supposed to be hosting the show, but you know, I got people like it. people like people who overcome things. Yeah. I, th- I think people need to look into things more and not, you know, be so superficial for the joke. I get it. You think he's a bub- bubbling idiot, but I don't think he is. I think the guy I like him. Like, you know, I think he's a little shady. I think he might be a little crooked like most politicians, but you know, I like I think he's a working class guy who had the smarts and the and the you know the personality to get through all these years of political BS. I don't know. I, I mean, some of the things I don't like about him, I'll be honest with you, is his past, his voting record. You know, some of the things that he passed, like you know, obviously, like the, the Patriot Act. Yeah. So that's kind of the stuff. But we're I love I love Rod's video about the uh, singing. Uh... Joe, Joe Biden wrote the Patriot Act. Right. And I think that's legitimate criticism. But mm-hmm. I would come back with that. I don't think that's the Joe Biden that we have today. Like he's a, he's a politician. And a lot of politicians do change their mind. And sometimes it's about their personal beliefs. Sometimes it's about where the people are and where his supporters are. And I'm fine with that, especially if they move in the right direction. You know, I, I did cannabis reform for the longest time. One of the things we learned early, like when a cop or a sheriff comes out pro cannabis, you don't bash them and say, you know, that's a friggin' cop. We hate them. No, you say, wow, congratulations. Now get the rest of your cop friends to do the same thing. And, and, you know, so I don't know. I Mm -hmm. I just feel like if someone comes on the right side of things, you got to give them at least the credit on that. No politician, no, uh, no person who aspires to be, um, you know, aspires to go to a greater office is who they are when they're, um, when they're, they're unpopular. Okay. So let's talk about some other things besides the comments. Cause they're, you know, now they're all about Biden. <laughs> There's a lot of comments on Biden. Michael, be nice to Joe Biden or say, you're sorry. What do you think about that? Michael, should you say you're sorry? No, I think Joe Biden should say you're sorry to me. Take that back is another one. Uh, we just had another comment. It's funny. All the comments are, are your phrases that we all know from Michael Picard, watching Michael Picard. You're, you you should be working for like Madison. What do they call that? Uh, they sell you shit. What, do you, what, what is that? You know what I'm talking about, Michael? No? No. No. You know, the, the PR firms. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, advertising companies. Because you come up with all the phrases that people remember. <laughs> There's another comment. Michael Picard is a one-man Jedi force. I love Michael Picard. So funny. So, I, again, I said we're going to get off the comments. We'll, we'll come back to the comments. Keep leaving comments because we'll keep reading them and posting them out. Madison Avenue, said Rod Weber. Thank you. That's exactly That's... what I was looking for. Madison Avenue. I'm glad people are listening today. So we can, we can update as I screw up. So, uh, and Rod has, uh, th- this would be one of the next questions. Rod has 2020, the dumpster fire coming out, coming out. Um, it's coming out everywhere, but it's also going to have a live premiere in Arlington at the Capitol theater, which is, it's going to kill me. Cause I'm probably going to miss this thing. This is like one of my favorite theaters around it, for a number of reasons. Number one, it was a place I used to go to a lot when I was in college and, it also is right down the street from where my best friend, the King of Pop, Michael Malta, grew up. 
so it's like a very nostalgic place for me and it's a very cool place He's i've never a, been yeah the premiere on uh it used to be a place that used to have like cheap movies you know that's why i still like it but it was nice 2020 mm-hmm. the dumpster fire is coming up on friday night i know that you're planning to attend right yes i am can we talk about what you might dress as the uniform that you showed me or is that out of bounds no no because i i told it's a secret i told rod and lauren that i can't wait to show up and and for them to see me so can we could say that you're going to have a surprise for everyone when you attend that premiere on friday night yes surprise for everyone and everyone everyone who knows rod and lauren will get it i know all about it and i think it's going to be hilarious i i agree all right, here's another question I have for you. Who uh, do you think is more violent, since you've had some violent encounters with them, Diana Ploss or Rayla Campbell? Um, I'd have to go with Diana Ploss. Ooh, why? Is yeah. there a reason? Because she's tried to steal my GoPro. Uh, she's stolen my phone before. She's um Rayla hasn't really touched me besides taking my sign. That's it. Okay. Um, you know, and as far as like who's stolen the most property, it's definitely been Diana. Diana. And um yesterday there was some kind of hearing, or was it today? It was yesterday, right? Today. Today. Oh, today. Okay. So yeah, was it was hearing, just this morning. Hearing this morning with Diana Plus, what was that all about? So back in October of 2020, uh, on Halloween, I believe, uh, she got arrested in Plymouth, Massachusetts for um, allegedly assaulting a a friend of mine. Um, And the reason I say allegedly is because we're all innocent until proven guilty, Um, even Diana. And um, so, yeah, she, uh, she was charged with assault and battery. And maybe disorderly conduct, I, I forgot. I think it was assault and battery and disorderly conduct. Okay. Um, going, uh, do you, like, are there cases against you right now from Diana Floss? Is there anything going on there? No, no. but probably not for long after what I did today. You did something today. Should I did we talk about it today. or not? Is that going to get you in trouble? No, we can talk about it. It's fine. So what happened today? So I got word that Diana Ploss was having a hearing today. And I got the link to that hearing. And I Zoom bombed her. And for those of you who are unaware what Zoom bombing is, it's when you log on to a, a Zoom session. Uh, Zoom is, you know, video chat. And... Um, when you're not, you know, when you're not allowed to. I think I heard that. I think her last comment, like she was the one who realized that's Michael Picard. She said that, right? Yep. That, that was her. <laughs> um, I'm so touched <laughs> that she realizes my voice. Oh, oh, oh I want to ask, here's another question. This is the, the big, this is the poll question. I want all of our commenters to answer tonight. This is like the question of the night. This is the, my show is called the young jerks. Occasionally, we're going to start doing polls of the audience this way. And this is the poll question of the night. Diana Ploss for governor or prison? Which do you think is more likely? Michael, Definitely Parker, prison. Prison. Def- 
Definitely prison. Okay. I, I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell that she will ever become governor. So the Young Jerks question of the day, Diana Plus for governor or prison. Uh, I would like to see people's comments. I want to see if they agree with Michael Picard. I think it's going to be probably 90% agree. It's more likely prison. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think both are on. Yeah, actually, prison probably isn't that unlikely. Who knows? I'm not going to say it's very likely, but uh, yeah, it's probably it's definitely more likely than governor, I would say. But that that's the poll question. I want to hear from people. I want to know what you think. Um, we got a couple other questions. Um, so, we you know we basically what, actually what do you think about her governor race? Like what what's the purpose? Is it to raise money? To raise? Hate? I think it's a publicity stunt. I think it's to get her her name more known around the state, and probably to raise money too. You know that um, just it it doesn't have to be one or the other. And how do you think she'll even get on the ballot? No. Yeah, I'm I don't not sure that she'll get on the ballot either. She doesn't have too many supporters. So you really have, you know, there's been this whole uh, where she would show up in Swamp Scott every week outside the governor's, you know, house. Um, I guess that's going to go on for maybe another year because the governor <clears throat> has announced he's not going to run for real re-election. So that's eventually going to come to an end. Um, do you continue to follow her around on her, you know, her campaign for governor? Are you kind of done with her? Um, what about like Jeff Deal running for governor? Have you ever th thought about trolling him? Uh, have you? I I had never heard of of him until uh, Diana did that live stream the other day. And may I just say, it's so funny to me that her hero Trump nominated uh what's his name jeff jeff, what? Deal. jeff, jeff deal, deal instead of instead of diana yeah i'm just wondering because he he's probably the more, more likely republican and he would be someone easily trolled i've seen other people do it they're not as gifted as you so i was just wondering uh i would absolutely any... i would absolutely love to troll him as well <laughs> do you have any plans like like i, I know that you, you got your youtube um I thought you might have a movie coming out or something, but I'm, I'm just wondering, do you ever get hit up by bigger media companies? Because you're, I mean, you're getting a major traction right now, or are you just too risky for them? Like are you, you know, what, what are your longer term plans with this? All of it. So I, I got hit up by Newsweek um, back in, uh, back in the summer of uh, 2020. Um, but that's when I held up, uh, when I debuted my uh, All Pigs Matter sign um at a rally in torrington connecticut um as far as uh the bigger plans um i i would love to start you know touring to different um you know as 2020 2022 rather comes around um i'd love to start you know going to events in other states um sort of traveling sort of like uh what rod did with this movie you know he went to all um or he went to most most of the states anyways um and uh you know did some trolling did some filming and stuff like that so I'd, I'd love to start traveling um in fact um i have something coming up in january where i'll be traveling to uh dc and i'm not going to tell everyone what it is right now um because that'll just you know ruin the surprise um but i plan on on traveling to 
uh, starting 2022 off big. I love the comments too. We're going to go back to some of the comments. This is a good one. Um, actually, this is actually, I, I was being sarcastic, but no, they're all good. Y'all, because this was a good one. It says, we are uh, 30 likes. Let's get to 45. It'll help us get more views. So they're helping us get viewers. I, I love your listeners, your your supporters out there. But I want to, this, this is one. It's not very nice. Dude got gray beard and calls his show Young Jerks. Well, you got to realize that the show has been going on so long that it gave me gray hair. Like, seriously, when I first started the show, I didn't have a gray beard. I didn't. It's been going mm -hmm. like a long time. And it's gone through like studios and changes and different co-hosts. Seriously, I think we've been running like seven years in different formats. And we almost quit and stopped it. And I don't know. I, we, we're keeping it going. Number one, we won an award this year, a big award. And we really didn't do that many shows. So, like... I feel like a lot of people know the name and and know me and they wanted us back so we're back but yeah i got gray i guess all the work caused me to go gray you know so when i started the and, show, we and tell him tell him to take it back yeah and take it back and number one i'm still younger than howie carr i'm still younger than <laughs> those other old talk radio hosts i'm probably like younger than joe rogan no one gives him shit i guess you know he doesn't call himself the young jerks, but hey. So, you know, people people are uh, commenting. They're saying Michael. Uh, where is it? I'm losing the comments. Michael. One more thing. You, prison you should. Guard. That's, that's <laughs> a new one. <laughs> They're not answering. They're, they want you for prison guard. <laughs> so you what, what did you have, Michael? I was going to say you should ch now change the show to the old jerks. The old jerks. Well, that's funny because we had a feud with another show. Like if... Uh, we, we were friendly with this show, kind of, but they were like barstool sports. They were doing cannabis. And then they got kind of weird with us. And we like, we were kind of feuding on Twitter. And they came back with that, like the old jerks. I was like, I was like, I should actually use this. I'm not, I'm not sophisticated enough to keep all the digs. Like, I, you, you, there, there's another video I want to play of a woman totally bashing you. And it's so funny. Like, the, the ones that bash us are like the best content for our shows. It's like, I love exactly. That shit. Like, I, I love it when I love it when someone like like personally attacks you because that's how you know you won. Yeah, you know, like they have Especially no they have nothing else to say when other it's specific. than like when it's like you know about like my gray or like anything like you know I, like mm -hmm. I wrestle I'm a wrestler I'm a goon so like if if it's like that it's like wow you guys are really invested you find out a lot about me you, you wow right. Mm -hmm. By the way, I challenge you to a wrestling match. You will? Do you yeah. wrestle? No. <laughs> are you coming on to me? Is this like, or is no? You're not. No, you just. This is me. this is actually a sexual come on. It is. It is. I'm flattered. Yep. I'm flattered. <laughs> I don't wrestle like that though. Like I'm, you know. You don't wrestle don't, that I, way. No, I'm violent. I'm well when I wrestle, I am. I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody, but you know. It might happen <laughs> if it's in the rules. I mean, I, I, you know, I remember my coach yelled at me one time because I busted a kid's nose open. He was bleeding all over the mat and I pushed him out like because I, I had him pinned and it was like, you know, take a break. The kid needs to fix his nose. My coach was like, finish him. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, hey. and then he comes back and he almost beat me. That kid was pretty good, actually. My coach probably had a point. And not in like a nasty, violent way. It's like you're gonna win the match if you just pin this kid. But 
know, you know that, that's I never knew you were. I never knew you were a wrestler. Now I ought to hire you as a uh, as a bodyguard. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I'm old and I'm slow and haven't really wrestled. Like I'd still be able to take most people down if they weren't like a wrestler <laughs> or MMA. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm yeah, I still got the skills, but I wouldn't last like ten minutes doing it. Like it's brutal mm-hmm. like, if someone really knows how to go at it. And I also have a bad back, so like. I could also paralyze myself in like two seconds if I went the wrong way. So who knows, you know, yeah. I still got skills. Like I'm, I'm not afraid if something happens, but hopefully it ends up quick. Well, one of my uh... friends, my, one of my friends, he's a Republican. Uh, I'll just call him Connor. He always on Facebook talks about the time I picked up JJ and, and college JJ was like huge. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my Andre the Giant Hulk Hogan where I, no one they didn't believe it because I had stopped wrestling you know they never even saw me wrestle mm-hmm. I, you know I wrestled for like one year in college I kept getting hurt and um, I I slammed JJ and they still talk about it, it was like Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant but it was real it wasn't you know staged but yeah enough about me this is about Michael Picard tonight it's all about Michael so tell I, I want to know more about you like. So you live in Connecticut. Do you do this full time? Do you work? Do you have a hustle like like a side so, pays the bills or is this pay the bills? What are you doing? So I do um, video production um, for for companies in Connecticut, um, and I also go to school full time. Um, I I'm majoring in English right now, and then I want to go to law school. Um, so I just do this. I I um, I do this as a hobby. Someone wrote, uh, it's funny, I love the comments, Cobra Kai. Yeah, my story was kind of, oh, that's Lauren that wrote that. My story was kind of Cobra Kai. It was. But my coach. Cobra is, Kai never dies. Yeah, my coach is a good guy. He doesn't want anyone hurt. He just wanted me to win the match, get the points for the team, you know. Mm-hmm. Wrestling is real. Uh, all politics is professional wrestling. Uh, maybe. I, mean, I don't know. I think politics might even be worse than professional wrestling, right? I don't know. I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if we should. Well, I think some... I I think if I may interject, yes, that may. Rod may mean that um, politics is fake, just like professional wrestling. Well, that's my my point though. Like, I'm a fan of professional wrestling to some degree, and I don't like the fake attachment to it because I don't think it is fake. And obviously, I don't mean that the matches are not pre. You know, they are predetermined. The results are predetermined. And they're but, choreographed, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. But it's like saying uh, figure skating is fake. It, figure skating is all pre, you know, preordained, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, when when they have a figure figure skating competition, the results aren't preordained. But what I'm saying is they have a a routine, and you know, so you know, wrestling there's a lot of athleticism to it, and there's also mm-hmm. a lot of backstage stuff that happens. So like the results sometimes, you know. The characters that the uh, the actors or uh, wrestlers, whatever you want to call them, behind the scenes, let me tell you, they're having fights behind the scenes on who wins the match. You know what I mean? It's like so. There is a sport to it. It's very interesting wrestling, and I, and I give those it guys is. a lot of credit because a lot of them get hurt. They die young. They work all the time. I've I've known a bunch of them. I actually know, not know really well, but. In the wrestling world, I actually used to coach, not coach, I coached against his brother, John Cena's brother. 
and high oh, school wow. wrestling. So, uh, you know, John Cena, I love him. Number one, I think he's a great, uh, John Cena is great. Yeah. And I like his whole family. I knew his, uh, brothers didn't really know John that well. I met him the, the day I actually got my bad back. He actually helped me. He came out and helped me. Uh, but I knew his brother really well, Matt, uh, good people. But yeah, we should talk about other things again. I'm going back to my wrestling. People want to people want to talk about wrestling tonight. KFAB uh, is a stratified system of deception which undergirds the world of pro wrestling. Politics is no different. Yeah, but that's got gone away, kind of, is what I'm saying, you know? And even when it did exist, like, there's stuff behind the scenes that happened. Like, when I say cave, you know, that that's all gone away is because, like, now everyone knows what's going behind the scenes, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I think that's more the sport than the, the fake stuff. It's weird. Do you like wrestling, Michael? Like pro wrestling? I don't really watch it a lot. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't really I, I, it. In general, I don't watch TV a lot. Me neither. Unless it's a documentary or, you know, what I saw recently was Squid Game. I like that one. That was good. I haven't seen Squid Game, although uh, people have been telling me to watch it. I would definitely check that out. I, I kind of like those, you know. I don't know what the hell you call that. Maybe a science fiction type show. It's kind of, it's it's an interesting show. It's, it definitely deals with a lot of class warfare stuff and, uh, it's, you know, gaming, just everything. Uh, stuff that goes on in other countries. I don't even know what this comment means. CNN 50, CBS 50, NBC 50. What does that mean? I, I, I tell people at rallies that I'm paid by George Soros, NBC, oh, that's CNN. Yeah. Yep. You know, I get paid. The... I tell them I get paid 50 by each of them. <laughs> so they're quoting <laughs> you again. Our commenters are great tonight. They're commenting uh, all on the different phrases that Michael Picard uses. Um, have you, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times those companies, I, I get really upset that they, they've stolen content I had without like giving any attribution, without giving any payment. I noticed uh, Andy uh, Go, whatever his name is there that right-wing troll reporter, not even a reporter, whatever he is, a propagandist. He's getting sued now by people uh, for doing similar stuff, stealing work and not giving any attribution. Um, has that happened to you at all, Michael? Because I, I see your videos are getting really popular. Have you noticed other people stealing your content? Um, yeah, like they'll, they'll repost and sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll ask me and, and I'll say, no problem, just put an attribution, you know. Um, just let people know my channel. Um, but a lot of other people, you know, have, uh, you know, and, and I don't think they mean any ill by it. You know, they just love my content and want to spread it through their uh, through their subscribers. Andy No was the name I was saying. Rod Weber just corrected okay. me. I pronounced it correctly. I guess Andy stole from Rod as well. Um, yeah, I think that's different to me. If a fan is reposting stuff so more people see it, I, I have no issue with that. I think my mm. bigger issue is when um, an ABC affiliate on Channel 5 steals my video, puts it up on Channel 5, and then says I don't exist. And that's basically what they did. They said that there was no grassroots cannabis community. And this, this, why they're showing the video that they stole from my YouTube of myself, who is the, who is the grassroots cannabis community. That, that one stung. I should have sued them, actually, you know, knowing my rights now. But that's the stuff that drives me crazy is when the big media steals your content or, or someone bigger than you steals your content. Uh, not a yeah. fan. A fan, I think. Is Jet, 
generally, generally, if it's for like commentative purposes, um, you know, the law will allow that as long as you attribute, uh, you know, the source of the video. Um, if, if they haven't, then, you know, that's wrong. And then, then again, that's the diff to me, that's a different situation. If someone's giving a review of my show or something, that's totally fine too. But I, I'm talking about where they just steal your content. Don't even say who you are. They're just, they're lazy. They're looking, you know, they basically wanted mm -hmm. to show a scene from the Boston Freedom Rally and they found my content, put it up. But what really drove me crazy is why they had the content up. They said we that the, there was no grassroots cannabis community in Massachusetts, which was a bold-faced lie. They were showing it on this freaking screen. It was just unbelievable, the gall. And that happens, I know, a lot. You know, I've seen it happen. Andy Go has been doing this to everybody lately. Um, yeah, that's a big issue. Yeah. And, I, you know, it, like, I had a, uh, you know, this, if you... I had a uh, blog website, mycan.net, for a number of years. People, a lot of people might remember it. Um, and people still go there. It's still linked to a lot of places. And basically what happened is I couldn't renew the domain because I had canceled the credit card, got a new credit card, and I couldn't figure out how to change the billing on Google. Google kept changing mm -hmm. the goddamn payments. I, I should have never signed up through them. It was my biggest regret, and uh, I lost the domain because I couldn't pay the friggin' 20 bucks. It was so stupid. And, I, of course, you know, I had the money, you know, and I, and I was so aggravated. But someone bought that domain in Connecticut right away, and they put a website up and made it look like it was still me. I you hate know, that. I should have I sued that guy, too. I, you know, I basically told him to change some shit. He did change it. Um, but, you know, people are shady out there. They will just literally try to be you so that they can send people spam links it's just it's unbelievable it is um so a couple other questions for you you've been arrested a number of times right i have what's your advice? four or five times now yeah four or five times have you been convicted of anything no what what, what were some of the arrests that you were arrested for uh, my first arrest, excuse me, <coughs> my first arrest took place in uh, New York City uh, back in 2017. I was on a public sidewalk um, advocating for jury nullification. And for those of you in the audience who don't know what jury nullification is, uh, it is um, the ability of the a jury or a juror to acquit a defendant in spite of the evidence finding him guilty because they believe the law to be uh, either misapplied or, or immoral. Immoral, like cannabis. Like if I, I always exactly. want to be a jury so I could say, nope, not guilty. I'm not, I'm not convicting anyone of cannabis, not even cannabis trafficking. No. In fact, right. today. Or any drug um, crime. I, would, I wouldn't convict anyone of a drug crime, especially possession or, you know, convicting addicts. Go ahead. Go ahead. I wouldn't either. The, the drug war is in absolute travesty. Uh, but what jury nullification is used for a lot today is nonviolent drug crimes, um, like marijuana possession and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's mainly where it's applied today. Anyways, I was on a public sidewalk advocating for jury nullification uh, when a cop came out and told me that I couldn't be within 200 feet of the courthouse and hand that out. So 
I refused to leave after they told me to leave because I knew, you know, public sidewalk is where you're supposed to have the most free speech protection. Um, and they arrested me. Um, and now, um, of course, uh, within a few hours after I was arrested, they, uh, the, the assistant district attorney dropped all the charges. They wanted to charge me with, uh, they were throwing around three different charges. Uh, one was um, criminal contempt, which is a statute that makes it illegal to stand within 200 feet of a courthouse um, and express yourself. Uh, the second one was they wanted to charge me with uh, jury tampering. Um, they're basically saying that even though I never asked if they were a jury, I never knew if they were a juror, um, merely handing him out to passerbys, you know, they said suffices as uh, jury tampering. And the third outlandish charge uh, that they wanted to level against me is wiretapping. It's funny, I, uh, a dispensary tried to claim that we tampered with their election somehow it was funny and they lost on that it was so stupid it's it's it, that was with the uh, labor board that, that was one of the there was several reasons this year we kind of backed up a little bit and took a break and that was one of the one of the tough moments too on the show where mm -hmm. we got caught up in some union bs and it wasn't the union's fault it was the employer's fault the employer this shady employer and we're gonna keep covering them we're gonna keep covering all of them the shady Good. cannabis uh, employers in massachusetts with the moldy cannabis and the Cannabis Control Commission that doesn't that do its job. Um, but we're gonna, jury nullification is definitely worthy. Um, I love that. People should be doing that all the time. Um, I agree. With we've been talking about Lauren Pespiza. I know that you know you're you're a supporter of Rod and Lauren. Um, Lauren maybe Well, Lauren anyways. Oh, Lauren, not Rod. That's right. Ready to <laughs> care. So you're a supporter of Lauren. Like me, I, I'm a, more of a supporter of Lauren. Lauren used to be my co-host. So, mm -hmm. you know, I love you. Actually, I do like you, Rod. But, you know, Lauren gets Rod's, special dibs because she was a long-time co-host of the show. And Rod's all right. Yeah, Rod's okay. But Lauren's special. So <laughs> Lauren is looking maybe at a grand jury, uh, some crap going up in the state of Maine. If this goes to a jury trial, would you go up there and do some jury nullification uh, work? Or would you be doing some trolling? How do you troll a federal court case? I don't know if you can without going to jail. You have any plans to help them out? Absolutely. You know, if this, uh, if this indictment goes through, then, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to help them out, um, including stand outside of the courthouse and, um, hand out jury nullification flyers. Pespiza just weighed in, speak of the devil. She says in her comment, knowing, uh, wait, no, I got the wrong comment out, but here it is. This is a funny comment. She says, oh my God, you two sound like Creed. <laughs> talking about the uh, Boston cop turned FBI agent that's been harassing her. <laughs> we do sound like, I can sound like, that's a funny thing. I, 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 if that guy shows up, I'm probably just going to start imitating him and, and Here's the video. No one's getting me on a form, whatever, without a video recording. I listened to my attorney, Harvard Silverglate. He says, always record the FBI. If the FBI ever shows up your house, record everything. Then you have a, a Absolutely. document 
for yourself to protect yourself because the FBI are known liars and they write it up on the form and once it's in the form it's gospel and you can't contest it unless you have video or audio of it. Mm-hmm. And guys, if 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 the police come up to you and they're investigating you, for the love of God, the only thing you should be saying is I want a lawyer. You know, that's people it annoys me how much like people are cooperative with the police. Their job is not, you know, they're not there to be your friends or there to investigate you. And why make it easy on them to do that? So uh, we're the Young Jerks. My main, my name is Mike Crawford. I'm with Michael Picard, having a great conversation about all kinds of things. Diana Ploss, we were talking about, talking about Rayla Campbell. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm wondering, where do you go from here, Michael? Like, what? I know you talked about traveling the country, but locally, are you going to kind of be lost at some of these? Because you know the Trump, the Trump thing seems to be declining now. I don't know if it's going to. Where do you go from here, like locally? Is there anything locally you're looking at, or is there just plenty of groups still, and they're still planning on doing rallies? What's up? Well, I hear Diana's running for governor, so that should give me new content. So that's it, really. That that's the key, actually. I yeah, that's the new paradigm, I guess. It's not. I stopped. It's Diana for governor. Mm -hmm. I stopped for a while trolling Diana. Um, because mainly because there was nothing better I could do to troll her than actually finding out where she was staying at her Airbnb in, in Washington, D.C., and knocking on the door and yelling, Hey, Diana! Uh, there was nothing better I could do than that. I, I told my friends there would have to be something really, really good to get me how to troll Diana again. Her, if you don't mind me asking, how did you find out where her Airbnb was in Washington, D.C.? I'll just leave it that she has a troll in her camp. She has a mole in her camp. Oh, there's a mole. You have a mole inside. Let me ask you another question. Do you think, because this has become uh, a topic of discussion among a lot of us, do you think that she actually broke the law in D.C.? Because there's been a lot of, you know, she did a live video. It looked like she might not cross the the line. But I'm wondering, what do you think? Did you hear anything? Do you think that she... Well, I was standing on the same step she was. I was there in D.C. on January 6th. So if that's committing a crime, then I've also committed a crime. But I didn't see there were any barricades or anything saying, you know, keep out. Um, But what's funny about that is I actually um, got a hold of one of the FBI Most Wanted um, posters from that day. And I photoshopped Diana's head in uh, in the Most Wanted. And there were like so many people like circulating that around as if Diana had actually um, been, you know, wanted by the FBI. And uh, I, I only meant that as satire, you know, something funny. Um, but it turns out it got a life of its own. It's like Russian agitprop. You're 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 putting it back on them. Mm-hmm. What, you, uh, what about uh, uh, QAnon? Have you trolled any of those those freaks? Um, there are a lot of those people mixed in with like, you know, at the Trump rallies and stuff like that. I can't say that I've like specifically gone to a QAnon event, but yeah, you know, by virtue of trolling the uh, Trumpkins, I've trolled them as well. 
let me ask you another question. You've been to all these rallies, especially like locally in Massachusetts, because you know most most of my audience has always been the local audience in Mass. Where did you see the most the craziest like violence and out of control nasty people? What what town? Like what rally? Because you were at a bunch of different rallies, you know, in different cities and towns. I know Swampscott obviously has been a center of it but most of those people aren't from swampscott like some of the other rallies where they actually mm -hmm. had like local people out of those other rallies did, did you notice any towns like that had kind of the biggest amount of goons i would say um wilmington and uh rod weber was actually there with me um you know he had his his bit huge uh trump penis sign and um but yeah, I would definitely say Wilmington because was that the one that it, Rod got tackled and by the you know the cops are up there on the podium and like yeah. the gazebo, yeah, yeah. So um, that was the rally where a guy threatened to get his twelve gauge and shoot me in the eye. Were you scared? Um, mostly people who threaten to do something won't actually do it; they'll just do it. Um, you know, so I I just kind of de-escalated the situation by, you know, when he told me he was going to get his 12-gauge, and I was like, ooh, that sounds kinky. Um, tell me about, speaking of kinky, tell me about this guy, Samuel, because I know there was a video where you were like, where are you, thou Samuel? <laughs> and there's a question. Michael, did you get Samuel to go on a romantic date with you? Who is Samuel? No, not yet. Samuel, his name is Sam Johnson. He's part of... Uh, have you heard of the group Super Happy Fun America? Oh, yes. Tell us about yeah. that. So he's um, he's involved with that group. I'd say, like, he's probably two, uh, one of the two African-Americans who are the only two African-Americans involved in that group. And um, he... Uh, I first met him at uh, one of Rayla's rallies. I think it was in Randolph. Um, Rayla had a rally. And um, I was holding up my Allah Bless America sign. And he comes up to me. Again, our meeting was uh, purely, like, accidental. Um, you know, I wasn't seeking him out or anything like that. But he came up to me, and he use the excuse of the uh, uh, nightclub shooting in Orlando, uh, the gay bar, um, to say that all Muslims hate gays. Um, and it just surprised me because, you know, I, I've heard a little bit of, about his story and he's been like persecuted before for being gay. Mm. Um, you know, and he's been, he actually went through um, conversion therapy. His oh, parents no. put him through conversion therapy. It sounds like he needs some some compassionate help. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That stuff's tough. And know, I was thinking, sorry, you asked me if I know super happy fun America. I know this group very well. I'm, one of the things that uh, I'll never forget is when the previous group for before that, you said, you know, the free speech group, they're all the same people. Rod Weber's shown that they're yep. the same groups. They just rebrand a new name every couple of years. And super happy fun America seemed to stick with them. So they're kind of sticking with that. But at one point, they were resist Marxism for a short time. And during mm -hmm. that time, they put me on a, a docs list, I was, uh, like a target list that they were going to come after me. Uh, they were going to come after. It was funny because it was all Democratic Socialists of America. 
who they were like, mm. these are the Antifa people, and then Mike Crawford, Young Jerks. And it's just funny because I hadn't even, I don't know, you, you, if you've noticed over the last couple of years, I don't even go to the cannabis events anymore. Never mind. Mm. I don't go to any of the Antifa or the fashion. I, I've never been to any of those events. The only thing mm -hmm. I've done is cover it remotely. And I exposed, you know, one of their members in the cannabis community within MassCan. And so for being a good reporter that covered and, and got rid of this little fascist out of the MassCan community, you know, I got put on a target list that they were, you know, had to get security at my home, had to worry about, you know, some lone nutcase coming to my home. But, you know, I'm not worried about it because if they do come to my home, they're going to get the they're going to get the wrestling mic, you know, so good luck to them. But, you know, those are the they're, they're just little cowards. That's that's my opinion. It's like, you know, that's yeah. the kind of shit that's like, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to put you in a docs list. We're going to come get you. And then they never do anything. It's like you're you're a little they're, they're Joe. They're a joke. And it's funny because mm -hmm. some of them we actually one of them, one of their main people, Brandon Navone, we actually had on our show. And we allowed him to defend himself because he got fired when he was part of the first event. And he was like, I'm not really part of this. I didn't know who was going to be, you know, he, he's a bullshit artist. And now he's like fully, you know, part of their whole movement. It's like, you know, yeah. we were even, we were way fairer to them than they were with us. And then we got put on a docs list. It's like, you know, screw yeah. you, you bunch of losers. Go ahead. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Brandon, Brandon of was in uh, my uh, video from, the recent Boston Commons. Yeah, you gave him a uh, hug. super happy. You gave I him did. a hug, didn't you? Um, no, that was uh, that was in Copley Square. That was a different one. That was a different one. Um, but yeah, he's seen in my. About him now. What do you mean? Because he, you know, he came on my show like, oh, I'm not really with these guys, you know, or you know. But from what I hear, he used to be a libertarian, right? Uh, but he's not that now. Um, and you know, he'll just when he sees me like. He'll pretend to be nice and everything, but then he'll uh, push me out of the event. Uh, literally, like, push me out. And uh, It's funny. They're all about free speech until they don't like the, the, the people who are covering them, myself or you, it looks like. I mean, that's when they're, mm -hmm. they're pushing you out. They're putting me on a list that they're going to come after. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was and, funny, too. There was... There was uh, this is good. Rod Weber. Did you see Brandon's interview get ruined with let's go Brandon? That was hilarious. Actually. I, I was with Rod when, when he did that, it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I put it in my last video. Um, the one in, uh, the one from back in October or November, I forgot which month now. I love that too. Like it's so funny when the, when the media wants to take these little fascists very seriously and interview them. And it, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but the time when I was up there with Diana and Swampscott, like I was ruining it for the, the rest of the media and they were getting mad at me and I was telling the fuck off because I'm like, you shouldn't even be covering these people. If you're not doing what I'm doing and mocking the shit out of them, if you're going to do a puff piece story on them. Get the hell out of here. Go go find a murderer or something like I hate that when they uh, they really do take them serious and, and they're not like what we're doing, which is mocking them. Yeah. They're, they're a lot of fun to mock. Yeah, and Rod Weber's talking about basically what they did is they started saying, uh, not even let's go, Brandon. They said, F Joe Biden, why the mainstream press is trying to interview the fascists. And so it ruined, you know, the mainstream is going to turn it on when you or turn it off when you say F Joe Biden, which I think is hilarious because these little fascists 
are afraid to say F Joe Biden. I mean, give me a break. Right. I may have to take a page from uh, Rod Weber's book What's and that? start uh, and start trolling the media as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think especially the ones who deserve it, you know, the larger ones. Mm -hmm. I would love to see you do some trolls in the media. I'm looking at more comments. We got a lot of viewers tonight. I guess, I, guess, uh, I mean, it's getting late. We should probably wrap it up tonight. We could sit here and talk about things all night, though, honestly. We, we've, we like, scratched the surface, Michael. Yeah, we could probably do this all night if, if, we, uh, if we wanted to. Would you be down to be doing more shows like this? We just maybe talk about the topics of the day, even? Absolutely. Like general politics, like even, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, like these kind of conversations especially about the philosophy and i want to ask you about alex jones what do you think about him, that kind of character because you did bring him up earlier i did bring him up and you know um my whole family like loves alex jones yeah my family is like completely like conservative they're the QAnon type you know they're extremely extremely religious and so you can imagine how much fun it is at family get-togethers what do they think about your videos and your popularity? I mean, they they, they absolutely hate my videos. Do like, they, they don't even think it's they they don't get the concept of satire. Like they do, don't get do they get that it's a joke. Do they get that you're popular? That you, the amount of support you get? Yeah, they do. But they think I actually like you know, they think I'm like demon possessed, and <laughs> it doesn't matter because you're demon possessed. Mm -hmm. it's it's funny that's that's so where you should be the most accepted it's that's tough and i know that feeling a lot of times uh we all have that a lot well not all, all of us but a lot of us have that with our family members right um, it's so in, in terms go ahead go ahead no you go ahead okay i was just gonna answer your question about alex jones yes that's right. um i actually got one um back in i think it was 2018 i got a hold of his uh of a cell phone number. Um, that's actually on, on Facebook. Um, you guys can see that. And I called him, you know, saying that I was, I worked for a, a secret government lab and that um, I, I had some information about the uh, humanoids um, that I needed to get him and that, you know, the government was after me for this information. Did he call um, you back sadly, he never called me back. Um, I think guy. I, I I think I drunk dialed him one too many times. You know, um, but I want to ask Alex Jones is is he he's entertaining. I don't agree with his politics, but he is um, entertaining. Oh, he's definitely an entertainer. That's that's probably the best thing I can say about him. He's he's an entertainer. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you a question about him. If you're you like we're talking about my gray beard and my age, who do you think's older, myself or Alex Jones, and how by how much? I would say Alex Jones. By um, how much do you think? Like he's like five years older, ten years older, a year older. Um, I would say anywhere between five to ten years. I would say so too, but it's not. He's younger than me. Really. I put a video out maybe about 10 years ago calling that out mm. and it got a lot of views. It's a, a Mike can, you know, video. And it's funny because right after that, he went on, not him, but his producer, Kevin Booth went on my buddy's show right after I put out that video and then everyone else caught on to it. And uh, that was kind of like when the Bill Hicks thing came out. Do you remember that? People calling him Bill. I Hicks. do. 
Yeah. I mean, I wonder. Like he he looks. I mean, I'm not one of these double conspiracy people, but there's just something really strange about the whole Alex Jones thing. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I always wonder if there's some kind of weird money behind him. I used to think of it was CIA. Now I think it's like uh, Russian money. I don't know, probably both, probably every side, you know, there's just something. And I wonder if he's not protected. I can't believe the guy's not in jail from just the FTC violations at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always wanted to, to troll him in real life. Um, When I was um, in Washington, DC back in uh, November of 2020, um, he was there too. It was the uh, stop the steal event. Um, and I tried to, um, I, I, we tried to find him, uh, we meaning Steve and I, but, um, we ended up finding, you know, playing where's Waldo with Diana instead. Someone posted a really good comment. If you want 1 million Instagram followers, just have a conspiracy. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. Like so many of my, so much of my content has always kind of been the serious stuff. Like what we were doing and policy work and protests and things. But then I would Oof. throw in like some conspiracy stuff and that shit would go crazy. Like every time, like the Bill Hicks, Alex Jones stuff. I didn't even call him Bill Hicks. I just questioned the age thing. And right. uh, that shit went crazy. Like, you know, and that's a lot of the, this kind of stuff we would just kind of like poke little things and people go nuts on that stuff. It's amazing. You could yeah. absolutely just make up bullshit and get rich and famous now it's so true yeah well actually doing mm -hmm. one of my most popular videos uh, which is the connecticut state police video there was an actual conspiracy um between the police to uh um to claim i did some stuff that i didn't do and uh that was one of my most popular videos it was so yeah it was a real conspiracy, not like just joking around or bullshit. No, not just joking around. It was real. I find like you that, could that... you could hear them on on the recording say that we got to cover our ass and that everything I'm doing is is legal, um, but that they got to charge me with something. That's the funniest thing too. Is like people will believe like all these crazy bullshit conspiracy theories. But then they won't look at like the ones that are right there in front of them every single day, which is that cops make up shit to put people in jail daily, that there are innocent people in jail, that they, you know, no, 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 no innocent people in jail, but Trump won the election. Like, exactly. Like the conspiracies are right in front of you, like the Mm -hmm. FBI stuff. I mean, it's just, which I'm trying to, you know, hopefully. I know Rod's probably going to be reaching out to Hen, uh, uh, Harvey Silverglate, who just wrote this great column about the FBI. And how I saw FBI that. Should just completely be disbanded. And I've come to that conclusion after the last couple of years, and not just because of Lauren Pespiza, which, you know, is a big part of that now, obviously, as well. And I'm, I'm frustrated with that. But so much of the stuff that they've done over the years, from mm-hmm. uh, the way that they treated the Black Panthers, the way that they treated Mar- Malcolm X, um, and, and, you know, modern, the way that they just handle criminal cases all the time from Whitey Bulger yeah. to the guy, the serial killer in New York, Scarpa, to even locals and Revere mafia guys. Like these guys get licensed to kill. License to kill isn't 007 in Britain. It's an FBI uh, confidential informant protected by the FBI who's a mobster 
those are the ones who get to kill. Like anyone who's a confidential informant by the FBI gets protection. And, and the more you have to give them, the more you can kill people, apparently. I mean, that's just been the MO, and it needs to be exposed. And these are the conspiracies right in front of our eyes that we know. Corruption is built into the FBI's DNA. Yeah. Uh, Rod says me and Harvey were just chatting. Tell him to uh, hit me up, Rod. I, I sent him an email this week, and I'm not sure he got back. I'll check my email again, but uh, I definitely want to have him on the show. I want to have a discussion with him. He's the lawyer from Harvard, right? Yes, he's yeah. um, he's a criminal defense attorney, and uh, yeah, he's very well known. I think I've talked to him once or twice. Um, I think I have too. I had a, his card in my my wallet. I'm pretty sure my the. The first show I ever hosted was called Two Hotheads on Cannabis, THC show, um, on Unregular Radio. It was more than 10 years ago. It was just a live streaming show back then on their network. They had a studio in Boston. It was amazing. It was an amazing time. And uh, my co-host was an attorney, Stephen Epstein, who's the founder of Mass Can Normal in Boston. And I know mm -hmm. he's friends with Harvey. So uh, I think that we may have interviewed Harvey on that show. I'm not sure. Or maybe he came to the Freedom Rally. Something we we did something with him, and because you know recently I was looking through my wallet right after I read that that story, and I was like I gotta get Harvey on my show, and I'm literally cleaning out my wallet, and I open up the card, and there's Harvey's wallet, Harvey's card. So wow, it's we isn't that weird? It is weird. Yeah. So uh, we got some more comments. Professional douche, douche. We love your content. It's like. Uh, YouTube SNL. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thank you. Check it out. Lauren Pespisa writes, woo, two hotheads. That's how I actually met Lauren Pespisa. Uh, we had her on to talk about Barrett Brown back in the day. Uh, have you listened to seen our new FBI documentary? I don't think so yet, Rod, but we've talked about it tonight and people can definitely check that out. Uh, 2020, the dumpster fire definitely check out there's also a trailer true about some of the stuff that's going on with the fbi uh behind that movie so definitely check out 2020 the dumpster fire it's going to be coming out everywhere like apple tv and amazon or all those places i know that they're having the screening this friday night michael picard's going to be there at the famous capitol theater in arlington mass right next to my uh best friend where he grew up michael malta the king of pot rest in peace uh so that'll be really cool on friday night so if you guys, if you guys don't come for Rod, come for me. Yeah, come to take a picture with Michael Picard in his costume. He's gonna have something special. Oh, I, I kind of gave it away, didn't I? I gave away more than before, didn't I? You're good. I'm good. Okay. Yep. We get some love from KLP here. Uh, people are still talking about Samuel. It's funny they catch up. Where are though, Sam? Does he really just love you? We we already talked about Samuel. We're done with Samuel now, right? I think he does love me, though. Yeah. Come from Picard. We got more comments. We're just reading the comments off. We got a lot of comments tonight on our Facebook page. We love you. Thank you for listening and watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. We're now on Twitter. Michael, Twitter is full of trolls. Why aren't you on Twitter? I saw you that you were on Twitter, but you haven't posted in like three years, it seems like. Wouldn't yeah, I, I kind of got boring with the format a little bit, but, you know, now that... Um, I'm starting to get, you know, popular on other platforms. I should move over to Twitter as well. You've got to get on Twitter. I want I want to see you there because that's uh, a good place to troll 
maybe politicians. I don't know. I'm sure you could come up with some shit on there. I definitely want to troll more politicians. That's yeah. one thing I want to do. Um, troll the you know police as well. That, that, that's a good question. You, you know, um, more comments. When, um, Frank Silla writes, love your videos. You've done a lot of videos that are uh, tough on the police. Sometimes you're actually nice to the police, I notice as well, in person. Do you have any fans? Because I, I just wonder sometimes if the police go home and watch these videos and laugh and say, I kind of like that guy, even though he's you know, wearing the pig costume against us. Do you, do you ever have any cops that are like supporters of yours? Uh, yeah, I have a lot of cops who've come up to me and said, you know, I recognize you from the videos or Reddit. Uh, you know, my content is popular on, um, um, I can't even remember the subreddit right now, but, um, but yeah, uh, I get a lot of, um, comments from cops, you know, saying, you know, that my videos are funny and they just don't know why people got, uh, so mad at the big costume. You know, at one rally, they so some even... some of the cops are even like, we don't get why... They, yeah. In fact, some of the cops are the ones laughing and, so and the, Trump, <laughs> and the uh, cop supporters, the, the back the blue people, are the ones that are pissed off. So, so for, I think most people know, but for the people that don't know, Michael uh, went to West Roxbury, I believe it was, right? Yep. And you may have done this before, but that's the video I saw that's really popular. And West Roxbury, for people that don't know, is a very kind of white cop town i mean that's where we're what it really is it's irish catholic a lot of you know old school type people a lot of older people too as well kind of conservative area of boston you know if you're going to consider any area within the city of boston to be conservative it would probably be west roxbury right so he's at a back the blue rally and he's wearing a huge <laughs> pig costume and he's here to support the pigs and a lot of the back the blue supporters get really, really mad and upset, which is it's just funny. Um, but it's funny to hear that some of the cops think it's actually funny too. The that was actually the West Roxbury video uh, where I'm dressed up as a pig was my most popular video. But let me tell you, that was kind of like humiliating putting on a big inflatable pig costume for everyone to see. Um, but yeah, that was that was what gave me really like notoriety. Oh, um, when I saw that video, I was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna get killed!" Did you think you were gonna get killed? Like you, some of those guys got really angry. I, you know, some of them I was wondering if they were off-duty cops because you know. Oh yeah, I believe it. Probably protesting. Were you afraid at any point that you were really gonna get beaten? No, because most of the time I'm I'm not beaten. You know, my property's stolen. Um, you know, but I've never been, um, actually, which surprises me. I've been, you know, I've been poked in, in the eye, um, by someone I've been, um, you know, jabbed with a flagpole, but, you know, other than those few instances, I've, I've never gotten assaulted. All pigs matter. That was one of your phrases that the, uh, mm -hmm. what the listeners are posting back up. And let me. Let me tell you this. Um, I put on that, uh, you know, pig costume again uh, for a Back the Blue rally in Stanford, Connecticut. And someone actually, they felt so offended by the costume that they punctured the costume. It's inflatable. Oh, so 
How much so, does that cost? Yeah, they ruined it. Bucks, two hundred. No, it costs probably like thirty, forty dollars, something oh, like that's that. That's not bad then. No, but that, it was that's just a funny. nice costume. But they, they, yeah, they punched it. They ruined it. Picard is a pure genius. Another comment uh, left for you. And again, they're coming. Uh, your, your audience really knows you. Uh, Allah bless America. That's another comment for you, Michael. They they really know all your phrases. I feel like I know a few more of your phrases tonight as well, just from the <laughs> audience. Um, there's one. I don't know if this is one of your your friends or maybe actually someone that doesn't like you. It says Picard deep throats the boot. So I had a sign um, that I debuted, I think, in Taunton. Um, it was, I don't know if you know uh, Tony Fed. I don't think so. I think it's like Tony Federico or something like that. He's a uh, he, staunch uh, police supporter. And I had a sign that day at his rally saying, we deep throat the whole boot. <laughs> he wasn't too and, happy, was he? No, he wasn't. Here's another question for you. Has Michael ever found love at a rally? Um, I, I would say with Samuel, I have. Oh, it's so funny. Um, so I want to ask you another question too. Like if, if Comedy Central or someone big came to you and said, look, we love your videos. We want you to do something for us, do some videos, but, you know, tone it down a little bit. Would you do something like that? But you could, um, still, get, you could still get a troll in? Yeah, I would do something like that. Yeah, I think that would be I'm awesome. always happy to, to expand other platforms as well. Yeah, and then you could do the more serious stuff on YouTube, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So call them up, Comedy Central. Maybe some of your fans should start hitting up these people. And I don't mean like go to their website because they're not going to listen there. You know, if you know somebody mm -hmm. that works at Comedy Central or, you know, Fox or whoever, not Fox, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. The media people. Tell them they should be hiring this guy because I, I think you're hilarious. I just, you make the videos. I mean, they are funny. I mean, I don't, I don't care if you're left, center, right. If you can't laugh at some of the stuff that goes on, it's, you know, the way that you handle it, Michael, and the way that you, just stay cool and you say you're sorry be nice you know and they're calling you the worst names you're ugly you're they're really nasty it's just i i have a philosophy to let other people be more of an asshole than i am um but someone i would really love to work with is uh sasha baron cohen there you go so so call me and I'll put it out there, Michael. I would like to work with you. I would like to do trolling if I could afford not to, uh, if I could give up my day job full time. So if you find some, if you find some Comedy Central, call me up. I'll do trolling with you. If you need somebody, like a, you know, if you need a crew. All right. Poly, uh, polygamous relationship with Samuel and Diana, they're asking now, your your audience. I don't think Diana would want to share me. Yeah. Here's a good question. Here's a good, good uh, maybe one of the last audience questions tonight. Michael, if you could troll anyone, living or dead, who would it be, and what what uh, what would you do? Hmm. That is a good question. Um, I've always wanted to troll um, Trump in person. You know, it's sort of like what um, you know, you know, Ali G uh, with uh, with Trump. Um, 
there's a video on YouTube of of uh, Ali G, who is Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, trolling Trump um, with just the most ridiculous uh, business ideas, um, like a, a a pocket protector in case like um, ice cream falls down into your pocket or something. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, I would, I would love to, um, Donald Trump to troll Trump. That would be, I, that would be epic. I would also love to troll, um, uh, what's his name? Um, the Boston detective. What's his name? Oh, and Andrew Creed, Andrew FBI, Creed, yeah. uh, joint terrorism task force, Boston police officer, Andrew Creed. I would. I'm I'm kind of jealous that um, Rod has gained more FBI attention than I have. So you want you want some FBI love attention? <laughs> I do. I'm I'm feeling really lonely over one. here. You're the only one. I don't want. It. <laughs> I honestly don't come to my house because I'll videotape you, Andrew Creed. <laughs> and I'll, and then I'll mock you. I'll I'll do the uh, imitation. I'm good at that. I can be a asshole. I can be a, a Boston cop coming out. Uh, Jay left a good comment. He says, Allah, Allah equals God. And Mike simply points that out, but they can't acknowledge their own irony. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, you know, Allah just simply means God and people don't seem to understand that. Yeah, I think it's outrageous. You know, when you want to just... Even my own family. Right. It's like, you know, for me too, like, I feel like, I get why people have bigotry against Christians, you know, you know, you, like, you know, you got Bobar, the uh, U.S. Congresswoman. Here's our Christmas photo with our kids with our, gu- with our guns, like looking like a total psychopath. And people are like, how Christian of you? And other people are like, no, that's not Christian at all. You know, so there's like two different sides to Christianity. And I think there's two different sides of um, all religions, you know. And it's how you actually kind of perceive it or take it in. I'm not really a religious person. I don't like organized religion generally because I always feel like it leads to, you know, the supreme leader who's a human deciding things. Um, But I couldn't agree more. There are different formats, you know, like I love some Christian groups, you know, in some of the local towns around here, uh, some of the Christian groups are some of the best people in the town, you know, United Mm -hmm. Methodists, for instance. You know, so it really depends on what we're talking about. I don't like to stereotype. And I think that you really bring drive that point home when they have the hatred for Muslims, for Islam, for Allah, which is just a translation of God. It's like they really kind of just hate themselves. You're just pointing it out. Mm-hmm. Genius. You're, you're a genius, Michael. Thank you. I appreciate that. I agree. Your messaging, like people, you you know, we could tell tonight with um, the amount of comments from people and they're just repeating your messaging. They, they totally get it. Um, yeah. Well done, Michael. Thank I, you. I guess my last question, a couple, maybe two last questions. Number one, did you ever expect to get this kind of uh, support and, and community kind of behind you? Like you've kind of created a community of people, number one. And I guess the final question is for actually, I'm going to make it a two part question on that one too. Cause number one, I want to know for people out there looking to get involved in something creative like this to kind of, what would your advice to them be? And also, I guess the final part of this is 
for people who are scared to rock the boat, you know, they're scared what their family might say, the, the law enforcement, what would your advice to them be as well? For like, you know, people who aren't involved right now that maybe want to be. So, like I said, I, I never expected to uh, become this popular. I started off with, because I, I really enjoyed making these videos. You know, I really enjoyed, um, you know, creating content. And I'm blown away by, you know, how many, I never expected to get nearly uh, anywhere close to 50,000 subscribers, uh, like on YouTube. And I'm, I'm humbled by how many people, how much people support me. And I, I appreciate all your support. As far as um, how to get started in something like this, I, I would just recommend, you know, one of one thing that really built my confidence up to where it is, is activism, um, because you have to put yourself out there, you know, and it, it um, you know, I, I started small and you can start small too. You don't have to go to a rally where there are like, 50 Trump supporters, and then one uh, troll, you know, you, you start off small, and then, you know, you build your way, you build your way up. Um, you know, as far as family is concerned, I've learned to let things roll off my back. Um, because what other people say about me isn't going to affect how the way I, I, I feel about me. And, um, so generally just, you know, starting off small, um, you know, doing something that matters is like really the best way you can go. That's it. You know, and I would say myself, my own experience, when I first got involved in activism and advocacy, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just follow people around, you know, that were doing it already. Like the Yeah, OGs. absolutely. And then I got a camera and I didn't get on the, you know, I didn't, I didn't get on the mic at all. What I did is I just stuck a camera in their face and started interviewing them. And I started putting out those videos and, uh, and the videos you never really saw, you never saw me at all. You know, you, sometimes you'd even not even hear most of the time. You'd not even hear my voice. I would cut my question out and just let them answer. And, uh, it was funny cause I did so many of those videos that people wanted to start seeing who I was, you know? And, uh, and then I finally had something to say. Cause I learned so much, you know, and I got, had been doing so much. And I think that's just kind of, you'll figure it out. If you go out into the community and kind of just hang around people and interview them, you'll figure yeah. out where you want to go. It will kind of, the path will direct you. Mm -hmm. And I find that the more you, you speak, uh, the louder you'll begin to speak. Say that again. I, I, um, I find that, you know, the more you begin to speak, the louder you'll speak. Um, you know, the more confidence you build, the more you, you speak. And, you know, now um, I'm able to to speak without fear. That's that's the key. You feel comfortable, you know, exactly. You know, and it starts off. Sometimes it starts off small and that's OK. Like, you know, interviewing other people, you know, and, and you know, then you'll, you know, get other people's view and, and form your own. And then you'll begin to have something to say. That's it. As you said. Yep. 
you'll find your way. And believe me, there's always room for new people, especially younger people. You know, that's, you know, Absolutely. when I started, I was a young guy interviewing, you know, I was a, uh, basically what we call a Gen Xer interviewing older baby boomers, you know, who had been doing it for 10, 20 years. And, you know, we, Gen X's, we had new ideas and now we have all these other, uh, younger generations. I don't even want to label them cause I can't, I'm, I'm, I mislabel them and they get mad at me, but I love the younger blood now. I think that, uh, the younger blood. Because we we were yelling about these issues, the Gen X crowd, and no one was listening to us. And then all of a sudden, like five younger generations came up behind us, and now it's the talk of the day: Black Lives Matter, you know, income inequality, and the drug war. All these things, you know. I think a lot of them are going to happen. I know Michael and I may not agree on all the specifics and the the ideology. Michael, like libertarianism versus being a like a liberal left winger like how do you like because you're 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 basically like a left uh, a libertarian and i'm a, a left-wing liberal but a lot of your fans and a lot of your friends now are left-wing liberals do you worry that you're going to kind of piss them off you know with just who you are i've i've been doing this for a long time i think it's safe to say that i've pissed off both sides um my followers uh, fluctuate, um, and, and I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, I'm not, um, I don't care what other people think about me. You know, all that matters is that, you know, I do what I believe in. Um, and, you know, if people, you can't attach yourself to something, you know, that, that fluctuates, you know, such as followers. Um, you can't put your identity into that because, you know, then you're basically good for nothing because then you flip flop on issues, um, you know, stuff like that. There you go. I agree 100%. You got to be you. Absolutely. Michael, it was so, it was great talking to you. We covered a lot of bases. Uh, we did. Next time I think I want to get into more like, you know, just what's going on in the country, what's going on in the state, some of the politics. I mean, you know, unless you have another great viral video, which you always have, you always have another video to to talk about. But uh, there's so much to talk about. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on today. Is there anything last that, you know, last thing that you want to leave the audience? Anything you want to plug? Yeah. Um, well, there's two things, if that's okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, the first thing is I, I really don't think, you know, this person gets an, enough, you know, credit. Um, my, my lawyer is basically the person behind me, you know, like he's the person who, when I get arrested, he'll come and bail me out. Um, you know, when I, um, have a court case, he'll, he'll be right there. Um, you know, advocating in the strongest terms possible, um, that what I was doing was free speech. Um, he's the one that comes with me to, to, uh, rallies and, and does activism with me sometimes. And, you know, without him, I couldn't do what I do. Um, you know, he affords me, um, you know, great. Um, he's the person behind me. Um, and secondly, I would really like to, um, you know, just plug my uh, live stream coming up this Thursday. I'll be talking with uh, Rod and Lauren. 
um, about their um, about their documentary as well as their indictment. Um, and if you guys want to tune in, that will be Thursday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, on my YouTube channel or my uh, Facebook. And again, that's uh, on YouTube. I know it's, uh, oh, what are we calling it? The Obnoxious Prof- Douche? Professional Douche. Oh, Professional Douche. That's close. Yeah. Professional, Obnoxious, same thing. Close enough. Professional. Uh, well, you are a professional. I'll allow it. Douche now, right? I am. I've 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 graduated from an amateur douche to a professional douche. And you're also getting uh so I mean we're we're just flashing the comments up now because there's so many comments coming in. And I haven't even posted half of them that came in tonight. There was a lot of comments, but you're getting some good suggestions. I'm trying to go back through the through oh here we go. This is a good suggestion, I think, for you, Michael. Uh one of your Fan says for higher ratings, troll the controversial players from the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. I would love to. You would love to. Okay. Not not particularly. Yeah, that could be next. The thing is, though, that they don't usually put themselves out there in the public. That's right. Like they're not at rallies, and if they are, you know, they usually have a huge um, bodyguard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even when you get to meet them backstage, which, you know, some it shows and stuff, there's always, it's crazy. Uh, here's another comment. My ally could beat up your God from Zap. I love the comments. You have some quality commenters, I got to admit. They're they're well-educated. They're, they love your material. It's awesome, Michael. I just have to say that my, uh, my family would disagree with that. <laughs> your family... You know what I'm going to say to your family? Say you're sorry. That's it. We're putting it up. Say you're sorry. Michael Picard's family. One time. Sorry. One time, my aunt told my aunt started like screaming at me because um, of one of my videos. And um, she she said, Tell me right now that Allah isn't God. And what did I do? Allah is God. Allah is God. And And she started screaming at me. See, she should be so honored that you inspired her. Like if she, you know, ah, this is the problem with people, you know, she should be mm-hmm. like going around taking credit for you. Being like, look at this, look, my relative, he's such, you, you, what, you're the nephew? What are you? Yeah, nephew. Yeah. Look at my nephew. He's, he's done such great things. He was inspired by me. You know, like all our friends would love it. But no, she's got to be negative. Say you're sorry, auntie. Say you're sorry. Michael's doing great things for the world. YouTube.com, uh, professional douche. Check it out. You got a show coming up again when? Thursday at Thursday. 7 p.m. Eastern. So everybody got to be there. All the people commenting tonight, make sure you're back for him on uh, Thursday night, 7 p.m. I don't know when my next show is, but I'm telling you, there will be another one. We're, we're definitely doing a lot more shows. I'm starting to work on booking, booking a lot of different guests, different topics. I'm going to hopefully have Michael Picard back on the show. So if I would love to be on again. Thank you. I'd love to have you definitely subscribe. We're on YouTube, the young jerks, uh, Facebook. We got a Facebook group. If you haven't, please join there. We also have uh, our website where you post some of our stories, midnightmass.substack.com. You can subscribe there, put your email address in there. If you want to kick us some money, you can also kick money there. Um, 
and also you know we're on itunes spotify all those places if you're listening to the podcast later there definitely subscribe follow us please keep up with us we love all of our new listeners and supporters and uh especially support michael picard youtube.com slash professional douche on youtube he's also on facebook uh again we can't i can't do it without my listener and supporters and i'm sure michael definitely feels the same way at this point right michael absolutely you guys feel me yes so uh again i want to thank michael picard for coming on tonight i want to thank all our listeners i want to thank my girlfriend carmelita for taking care of the dog upstairs tonight and uh hooking me up with this great studio that we have at home uh thank you again michael picard so much for coming on tonight and thank you for having me we're the young jerks we'll see you next time mike crawford check it out thank you